0: Good afternoon. morning. <laughs> I
1: was going to say they can't hear a wave, Scott.
0: It's a way for you to talk.
1: <laughs> I'm Dave. That's Scott. We're here to waving. discuss the greatest movie, uh, well, one of the greatest movies of all time um, Alfred Hitchcock's North by Northwest, starring Cary Grant and Ava Marie Saint. Eva Marie Saint or Ava Marie Saint? I'm never sure how to pronounce her first name. I think um, they pronounce
0: it Ava. I think it's spelled Eva. So and my, it got confusing because of her character in this as well was Eva. I know how <laughs> I
1: think about this movie. Let yeah, I brought this to you. You said your okay. you brought it to me. I think actually I you, did. I never have seen
0: it. So how, what did you think? This has been in my queue for over a year uh, mm-hmm. or more. I've heard everybody bring it up as a great movie to watch as far as suspense thriller action um hitchcock is known as a master of suspense and he doesn't disappoint in in that realm um like i said i've been waiting for a long time to watch this and it's like here's 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 the deal let me preface this why i'm I'm hesitant sometimes to watch older movies because i'm so conditioned on the new flashy explosions and just boom 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 and I know I'm going to get a little more dialogue so I was like I was afraid it's like oh my god is this going to be just a bunch of talking no Mm -hmm. it's not Um, I honestly love this movie I'm just going to preface this whole thing by saying it is in my top 10 it's it's it's, it's fucking great Uh, Janine and I watched it last night and we were both like holy shit that was really fucking good had Janine ever seen it before no she no. had never seen it okay. either. so uh, this is we book- my
1: second or third viewing of it? I, I've seen we, it a couple of times, but not a whole lot.
0: We both fell in love with Cary Grant. I find oh. him an amazing, amazing fucking actor.
1: How can you not fall in love with Cary Grant? I'm a straight white guy of a certain age. Yes. I fall in love with Cary Grant every time <laughs> I see him. I just he think, is phenomenal. How, how hard was his life to be that good looking? You know,
0: I don't know what I'm doing, baby. But he could act. Oh my god, now here's oh, here's the Lord. thing. Um, I had so many feelings with this movie, it really surprised me yeah. the amount of humor.
1: I know, but a lot of Hitchcock movies are like that. Like, yeah. you don't think of that in a Hitchcock well, film, but he has a lot of humor in his film. And, and
0: for our audience out there, you may watch this and not even laugh. I have a very dry, sarcastic yeah. uh, sense of humor. Yeah. So shit in this movie cracked me up. Just him picking up the little razor. Yeah, um, he's looking at. And then it he like, shaved with. It. <laughs> it does take a while to shave my face, darling. The the comment with the sunglasses. What's with your eyes? Well, they're tired. They get tired from all the questions. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah>, so <laughs> so like, Question. This shit like that. It was it was very very cool.
1: My one of my favorite scenes is whenever they're. Um, he's in the hospital now. I'm I'm taking this out of sync, folks. Yeah, go right uh, ahead. But he's in the hospital, he's got his pants, he's putting on a new pair of pants, his shirt, and he goes to the door, it's locked, he's like looking around, he's trying to figure out how to get out, so he crawls out on the ledge of the hospital, yeah. and he's like skimming against the wall. He goes into the next room, he jumps down, and there's a girl in the room, and she turns on the light, and she says, stop! And then she's a beautiful girl, and then she puts on her glasses, and, she's, and he's walking by the bed, and she says, stop! Yeah. <laughs> And he just looks at her and he holds up a little finger like, uh, 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 and, walks <laughs> up the door and she's just watching him leave with those big dreamy eyes. That,
0: that shit, that kind of shit happens. There's, there's the scene where um, he's in a hurry and they're getting in a taxi cab and they just keep pushing people out of the way. Yeah. It just, it just keeps yeah. happening. It's like, Oh my God. Is, and it's, it's little shit like that going on in the background. It is so funny. Um, this um, I didn't, catch this until i was reading some articles about this and uh-huh. sure enough this felt like the very first james bond movie ever it did didn't it it really does feel a lot like a james bond type it type hits all the james bond beats you've got the humor you got the beautiful woman who's a double there's the a double twist agent. there where she's a, yeah. a double agent um and it's I knew that was coming, but it was still yeah. cool to see it. See it happen. To see how uh, they
1: did it, how they did the he, turn. Yeah.
0: He was he was so smitten by her that he didn't even stop to think. Why does this beautiful woman saving me? I'm a yeah. wanted murderer, and that's what her. was funny. Because yeah. I, I, I want I want to talk a little bit about Carrie's um Rob, Robert Thornhill or something. Yes, I, think I believe that so, Thornhill. Um, he he took quite an arc. He's very just kind of a boring guy. He's got a mother. Right. Oh my God. His mother cracks me up. She is constantly beating him down in front of everybody.
1: The, the <laughs> woman, real quick note the woman yes. that played his mom was only three years his senior.
0: I know. And I, I so noticed funny. that it's like, that cannot be his mother. She is not old enough to be his mother. That should be his wife. And then I realized, no, it's his mother. <laughs> but if you're not paying attention, you're like, she works.
1: She she played the part it of the mother. It does. Until you look,
0: until you see him close. up. It's like, yeah. they are too close in age. Yeah. And I don't think Ava Marie Saint was uh, oh. uh, 26 at all. So
1: that heart, No, but she did just have a baby. Uh, and they waited a month or two. Oh, wow. Uh, he got her to go, to go on a diet and you know, get, start working out so she could fit into the, her clothes that she wanted to fit into. And he, he waited, he
0: put everything on hold until she was ready. Cause she was already hired and everything. She's perfect for it. I, yeah. I see why she yeah. was cast. I didn't know that uh, I watched a little thing on HBO. They had like a little three minute clip with Cary Grant's daughter uh-huh. uh, talking about a letter she'd found that he had written to her. Aww, to Ava. Nice. Um, and it was it was really cool. They were really good friends. And he yeah, talked nice. her into the movie and stuff um, And because they had good chemistry. And yeah, you could tell they, oh, were, yeah. could tell they, were, they knew right. each other.
1: Yeah, yeah, that chemistry's right there, man. The minute they see it um, real quick, that going still on Eva, Eva Marie Saint. Um. When they went down for the fittings, all the the costumes that she was supposed to wear, the the production house um I forgot who who did the movie. I can't remember it MGM. whether
0: it
1: was Was it MGM It was MGM? Yeah, it
0: had the lion it, at the beginning.
1: They they had all the clothes there for her and all this and all that and and her and Hitchcock walk in and Hitchcock didn't like any of the clothes, so he took them threw them all out, gave them away, whatever, said, come with me. And they went down to, like, uh, I forgot what the name of the the clothing store was in Hollywood, and she went through and picked out everything she wanted to wear. So everything – in that movie was stuff, her and Hitchcock went and bought. They're great choices. Because um, he hated everything that they came up with. He's like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like any of this. Throw it all away. Come with me, Ava. And they went out and bought all stuff. And just yeah. all new clothes. I was like, that's amazing that this guy looked at something and went, this isn't working. This isn't what I asked for. Let's go.
0: Well, he knew what he wanted. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, it's, I, I'm going to go off on a little, little, <laughs> Not rant, but uh, go ahead. When when I look at this movie, I consider this a masterpiece. It's it's a it's a oh. good fucking movie. And yes. as as somebody who's a very very amateur filmmaker myself, I do act, but when I do create, I need I look for inspiration. And so often we forget to take a look back at oh yeah what what these older movies had done and what they were able to yeah. convey. And you get a, I don't want to sound like a film snob, but this was quality fucking cinema. I'm just yeah. saying it was just, it was yeah. so good. It didn't have anything really, it did have flashy, but I didn't need all of that. It was like, wow, you told a great story. The best way I could put describe this is I felt like I was reading a mystery novel, suspense novel. And it's like, turn the page, turn the page, turn yeah, the page. Yeah, I was
1: going to say, and you couldn't wait to turn
0: the page. I couldn't wait. It was like, right. it was right. a long movie, but it didn't feel long.
1: I remember the first time I watched this movie. I had never seen it. I knew about the plane coming down and that. And I was that's really all I ever saw. I knew nothing about this movie. And I watched it and I remember sitting there, it was the wife and I, I think we were living up in Jersey still, watching this for the first time. I don't think she had ever seen it either. And we were just like we didn't even talk. It was like seven samurai. Yeah. We were just glued to the TV, like, oh my god, that's funny. That's good. Look at this, look at this. Oh, my! the acting is wonderful, the directing, the cinematography. It's just mind-blowing. And do you know how they came up with this idea? The, mm. the writer, um, Lehman, I want to say the name was Lehman. Hold on. I want to get it up. Ernest Lehman and Hitchcock were friends, and they were supposed to do another movie. This, this wasn't even supposed to be the movie that they did. Oh, really? But the guy couldn't come up with anything, and he goes up to Hitchcock. Uh, they're having a meeting, you know, about the movie that they're supposed to do. And He says, I can't come up with anything, Hitch. I'm sorry. I just, I got nothing for you. I'm the wrong guy for this movie. I'm, I'm you know, I'll go away. And the guy in Hitchcock's like, whoa, 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 where are you going? He said, we're, you know, fine. We'll do something else. And the guy's like, what? But the, the, the studio wants, he's like, ah, don't worry about them. So they're sitting around talking and Hitchcock goes, think about this. He goes, I've always wanted to do a foot chase scene across uh, Mount uh, Rushmore. That's all he gave the guy. That's all he gave. Are you serious? And the guy goes, (laughs) wow, that's really cool. He went off and then he comes back and they're, they're having another meeting. And Hitchcock came up with another, another, uh, another thing like, um, she pulls her per, her she pulls her gun out and shoots the guy or something like that, and that's that's all he leaves the guy with. And the guy's like, okay, and leaves and comes back and le- like after a little while of talking, they come up with this freaking script.
0: It's a great script. It and is a like, great script. That
1: would just, but that's like spitballing minimal minimalistic. And and I I don't want to like compare us to Hitchcock, God forbid. But it's like whenever you and I are standing there with a camera and we're like, well, what are we gonna do? What what's what we do you want to do? What's one. funny? Well, Why what yeah. do we do this? Okay, we go do something stupid, and we're like, "Hey, well, that's kind of funny." Well, how about it? Instead of doing it that, you go do this other thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, it's just it's silly, but that's kind of I think how how they work together. Like uh, they neither one was afraid of what the other one was going to say, right? So they took it and went, "Okay, I'm good with that. I can I can do that."
0: Yeah, and I could see that given as, as a writer, if you say, "Hey, I need a foot chase on." Mount Rushmore I'm going to look at. How do I get my characters there? Why are Uh they there? Why are they running? And that's just going to start coming. Who are they
1: running from? from, Um, Do you have any notes? Did
0: you take any notes? I took a few. Uh, um, I I don't have a lot of notes. Um, This is just an amazing movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's one of those where I started to... I
1: I was not taking notes going, this is great. Oh, but I got to write this down because that's a clever line. The only
0: the only note I really have, and this is uh, just an observation because I found myself getting really angry at the beginning. And I want people to realize when you're watching this, this is done in 1959. They did not have the facial recognition technology or oh, no, the internet no. and everything. No, no. Cause I'm looking, it's like, you know what? I could clear this motherfucker in 10 minutes. I'm like, Scott, it's not 2022. It's yeah. 1959. And that's this is, this is doable at this time. So if this was to be updated for modern times, yeah. It would be a completely different, it would have so it much have different, stuff, different It
1: would have to be a different
0: screw type up. A yeah. different screw up, Because um, we have technology now that would, would have us, uh, yeah. he would have been fine right away. <laughs> so. But what's
1: funny is when he, there's a scene where he tells the guys that kidnap him, he's like, well, I got all my ID right here. <laughs> yeah. And the one guy's like, Landau's character was like, yeah, well, they would make really good fakes, wouldn't they? Yeah. He's like, fuck you guys should don't even know what this guy looks like but no. um real quick for anybody who's just now watching I'm, I'm gonna jump in here real fast and just give you a scott and i don't whenever we talk about movies this is more of a discussion of a movie we watched um yeah. very rarely do we actually i wouldn't say really critique them unless it was the last travesty i don't even <laughs> want to
0: talk about that i'm so glad we have left the galaxy far far away for now
1: yeah for a while uh but we mostly it's just two guys that watch a good movie or a bad movie and either build it up or tear it down.
0: Yeah, pretty much. You know, a movie just like somebody thought, you would be talking with at, at work. Yeah. Uh, gee, kind of like we used to, just bullshit Exactly, about exactly. Yeah.
1: And, and the movie that we both thought was going to be horrible was a movie called uh, Double Girl from Mars. That was fucking and awesome. I found things that I really enjoyed about it. Like I could see that being, as much as I hate remakes, I could see that being remade. In the same time period that it was made originally, and updating it a bit, you know, maybe it would a change the bit better.
0: Yeah, the ending would be
1: definitely changed. That's
0: There'd insane. be a line from London to
1: <laughs> she would land Wales. Summer. It would suddenly become a fucking comedy. Uh, yes. But there was, but, but there's just some movies that we just talked about. And we and we find good things to say about movies. We find bad things to say about movies. But right. this is just two guys sitting around that love movies and love. Good movies and bad movies. And some bad movies we really hate <laughs> worse than others. But please, when when you're sitting there, just hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. <laughs> share us. Tell people about us. Uh, if you have anything to say, because these are our opinions. This is my opinion. This is Scott's opinion. If you have a different opinion, and I don't mean to get into an argument of opinion, just like, hey, you know, I like that movie, but, you know, Cary <laughs> Grant maybe wasn't the right guy. I can't imagine anybody saying that. Because Cary Grant can be in any freaking movie. Anything I've seen the man in, I've loved. Yeah. Uh, but Ava Marie Saint was an odd choice for this time period. Because she had done On the Waterfront, very frumpy. She had done, um, shoot, I forgot the name of the other movie. But there's. she had been around for a while. But Hitchcock knew her and said, I want you for my femme fatale.
0: It's was perfect.
1: And that was like, she's like, but I don't do femme fatale. He goes, you do now you
0: do now and she did she was but perfect
1: that's kind of where scott and I are at we we just talked yeah. about movies and and you know if you could like us you subscribe Please. and i do realize that um to give us a thumbs up or to leave a note you, you have to join youtube hey i had to join youtube
0: just so i could do this
1: <laughs> so i'm paying a decent price yeah, hit, subs- so hit
0: subscribe so we can get more subscribers yeah. and possibly one day help pay for our our troubles. Yeah.
1: <laughs> pay, for <that. laughs> pay for the
0: pay for the ass. At least pay for my yeah. subscriptions to all these streaming services. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that'd Which be great. You raised me. I owe you some money? <laughs> Don't let me we'll get there. get there. we'll get um, there. Um, it 20 well, years from now. You'll have to give me a big ass check. <laughs> yeah,
1: right? Let me let me start with one of my my little notes here. Um he was the first if not the first one of the very first people to use storyboards for movies Mm. and i think this is one of his think this is one of his first movies that he did it with i could be wrong if anybody knows better than me please let me know but i think this is the first movie he did because he was on such a limited budget limited time um that he got the guy to write the script he started drawing pictures so when they got to a point where they were going to film he basically knew where where to set the camera. It saved right. him that much more time. Nobody else was doing it. Now me, it's pretty standard practice.
0: Yeah, let me let me add to that. When we talk about camera, um, uh-huh. the good of this movie, it's well shot. It's well oh lit. It's got good sound. Oh it just everything is so good. The scenes are good. The yeah. you know, yes, we got shitty green screen, but honestly, it looked really fucking good. It was neat. I love the drunk driving scene. Yeah. And just him trying to explain everything drunk is so fucking oh, yeah. funny. But I Just oh, like a drunk guy's story. Yeah, I'll let you go back to your notes, but that reminded That's me true. of something I should have written down. The fucking auction scene is so hysterical. <laughs> uh, he's trying to get thrown out and get arrested and piss people off. It's a fancy <laughs> yeah. art auction, and he's like, yeah. $1100. No, $11. It ain't even worth 13 Why would you pay that? It's <laughs> not worth that. It's, how do we know it's real? I yeah. don't know that's that fake. <laughs> it looked like, like he had a lot of fun with
1: that. <laughs> well, the girl sitting next to him was laughing, and yeah. I'm wondering how much of that was her actual laugh and how much of that was her character laughing.
0: Yeah, I know. I saw there was a lot of people in the was, auction house laughing at the yeah. th- doc. Some were acting angry, but others were just laughing because it was, was fucking so, funny.
1: That was funny. That was a good scene. And then he finally gets the cops there. Shit, that's yeah. funny. <laughs> um even Marie Saint, I mean What can you say? She was beautiful. She played this part perfectly. She's a good actress to begin with. Absolutely. Just, you know what? I'm trying to think of anything else that I've seen her in that I never liked her in, but I can't think of anything. Because when she's on the waterfront, I forgot she was in it. I never put two and two together until it was mentioned in the little special that I watched the other night. Uh. And I was like, holy crap, that's that's Marlon Brando's girlfriend. And if you've ever seen that, have you ever seen the movie? I have not. Oh, there you go. That's that's one we're gonna have to watch. Um, but there's a, she's just frumpy. Like you would never have picked this girl to play this part. All right. Honestly, you just wouldn't have. Yeah, it's just amazing that unless
0: she, you like Alfred Hitchcock knew her when she's not on a screen. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um Carrie Here's here's a good little bit of info. Carrie Grant wasn't legally allowed to walk into the UN with a camera crew. They weren't illegally allowed to film that scene where he's going up the stairs to go into the UN. Uh huh. How they did that was, Carrie, you jump into a you jump into a taxi, pull up to the UN, get out, walk up the stairs. Don't worry, got you covered. Hitchcock and his crew were across the street in I think they said it was a uh, like a a bread. A bread delivery truck with a uh-huh. camera mounted on the side of the truck, like inside the truck, like yeah. with a whole, oh shit, go, So basically,
0: that whole shot is filmmaking. <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> he broke <I>, the law. <laughs> good. good. That's ridiculous. He's making a movie. He's making art. Um, I want, I want to. That reminds me of things. I've, I've, I've partaken in a lot of low budget films where we uh-huh. don't have the luxury of getting permit, getting streets. <laughs> or getting locations you, you do what you gotta do You <laughs> do what you gotta do to get the shot. And I, I applaud that. It's always great fun. Yes. You know, nothing like a little trespassing to get a, get a yeah. film scene, but.
1: <laughs> but you gotta do it. Sometimes yeah. it's just folks, as long as you're not hurting anybody, you know, you're not damaging anybody's property. Now, I'm know. not
0: advocating breaking the law, but I am advocating <laughs> making art.
1: Yes, exactly. Um, Yeah, that Lehman guy, Ernest Lehman, was absolutely phenomenal. Just absolutely phenomenal in his uh, writing on this. That's great. to think that he didn't have five other guys helping him write this, it was just basically him and Hitchcock would come in and throw an idea at him and he would take it and go with it. Just great. I watched this thing. Martin Landau is one of the actors in this movie, Mm and he plays the bad guy. He's like, I guess the guy's assassin, his right hand. Yeah, Van Damme as his uh, right-hand man, assassin guy. And he's doing, he's talking about Hitchcock at one point, and he goes into an Alfred Hitchcock imitation. Martin Landau sounded exactly like oh, damn. Alfred Hitchcock. It was amazing. It's just freaking amazing. And he, uh, there's a scene in, in this movie where you realize the character that Landau's playing is gay. And you never really think too much about it. And you kind of pick up on it through his acting. And he's really subtle with it. But at one point, he's talking to the the main bad guy. And he says, call it my women's intuition. Yeah. I have a problem with, you know, there's a problem going on here. And that was his idea. That was his idea that he went to the writer and said, hey, you know, I know this guy is gay. And I just, I think we need to, we need to make it not blatant you know not it was very subtle um, whole, not anything horrible you know that would be against the censors would get it shut down but i want to do something and he goes how about this line he gave the guy the line he's like do it yes that's perfect do it that's something this character would say so they let him do it they let him have you his, know
0: and he shot Talk about that. Cause that did come off. It was, it was perfect. Cause Van Damme saw him as, Oh, you're just jealous. You're, you know, and yeah, then that whole then conversation
1: said, is what lets you know what's going on.
0: Yeah. And he's like, well, call it my women's intuition, if you will. Yeah. It's was like, I said, that was an odd choice, but I still never put it together. I never, really I, you, you know, never put that together. No. Oh, wow. No, that's crazy. I, yeah. I, it's yeah, just but like, you know
1: what? If you go back and watch it now,
0: Oh, now I will. And I'm already replaying scenes with him. It's like, oh, my God, yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because the first time I saw it, until he says that line, I was like, wait, what? And then Van Damme's like, you're just jealous. I was like, oh, my God. I didn't catch any of that. But then when you go back and watch the movie a second time, you're like, holy crap. How did the censors back then in the 58 is when it was filmed. 59 is when it was released. Back then the censors would have come down hard on that had they been smart enough to catch it. Well see thank they did God for yeah. Lehman being such a good writer, and thank God for Hitchcock being such a good director, not letting him well, catch on.
0: I think I think the audience I think caught it on. it went under the radar so so mm-hmm. easily because the acting was so top notch yeah. and you're just not yeah. you're not paying attention to that. It's yeah, like I'm I don't looking I, for it, you know, not looking for it. And you um, know, kudos to to Landau. You know, for
1: going, hey, I know what this character's supposed to be. Let's make it a little bit more obvious. This is, you know, uh, this is what I think he would do. And I think that was a good call. You know, I think it was Mm -hmm. a really good call for him. Um, I'll go down again. The little, there's a, here's another little piece of trivia. They're at uh, Mount Rushmore in the cafeteria. Right. She pulls out the gun. It's right before she pulls out the gun. You look behind her. There's a little boy starting to plug his ears.
0: Oh, shit. I'm going to go pull that scene up.
1: (laughs) She shoots him. They use that scene. And the little kid's plug his ears before she even pulls out the gun. And she talks about this in one of the little specials that I watched. And she's like, we must have shot this thing like several times because the kid knew knew what was coming. (laughs) He's plugging his ears. And she goes, well, I don't know why they use that scene where the kid plugs his ears. Everything else works and they just like screw it. But, you know, until it was pointed out to me, I never noticed that. I never saw it. I never saw it. It just, you're not looking for it. But that's a good scene. Um, Oh, my God. All the matte paintings.
0: Oh, there's a lot and it's done so well.
1: That big painting of uh uh Mount Rushmore just I thought I forgot how tall she said it was like 30 or 40 feet tall and God only yeah. knows how how wide it was but they needed it that big so when they were running and tracking it, it all looked like it was right yeah. there. That was such a great painting.
0: Can you imagine doing that now with the AR technology that they use on Star Wars and Star Trek oh, and yeah. everything with the, yeah. the, the giant curved screens? Where it actually puts the actors right there. It's just that's crazy. That's absolutely
1: that's insane. Um, the house where uh, Cary Grant is walking up to the house.
0: That's a beautiful house. That's a matte painting. The whole house is not a real house. It looks just like a Frank. Lloyd I don't know Wright. if
1: it was a real house, but for whatever reason. Oh yeah, that scene there is definitely a painting. But he had to do a matte painting running up to the house, gumming, uh when the I think when he's looking up at the window and the window curtain yeah. opens and then the cut shuts. That's a matte painting. They cut that huh? that hole in for the curtains. There, when he's running out of the house after the gunshots, that's yeah. all a matte painting. He's <laughs> very very like, well hurry.
0: done. It just blows my mind.
1: Had I not seen it or heard about it, I would have never known it. I would have never recognized it. I would have thought they just use a used a lens for a daytime lens, because that's what it looked like to me. Yeah. Like they were shooting the, the nighttime, you know, with one of those darkened lenses. That's yeah. what I thought they did.
0: And then I found out that was
1: all matte paintings. I was like, holy
0: crap. They did a good job. And you the only other time I've seen such massive matte paintings was in White Zombie.
1: You know who else has really uh, huge and well-done matte paintings is um, uh, Brigadoon.
0: Yeah. Brigadoon one I has seen.
1: all of the Irish countryside.
0: Oh, it's, wow. it's
1: absolutely fantastic. Those matte Very paintings cool. are great. Very cool. Um, if you were a successful businessman, if you were part of the whole, you know, I'm going to be... The, what what did he do? He did commercials. He was in right? advertising. Ad, advertising. Yeah. You would want, what was her name? You would want Maggie. Oh, his
0: secretary was great. <laughs>
1: you would want Maggie as your secretary. Maggie, his secretary, literally comes down the elevator with him taking notes while he's dictating to her. About, about his mother, get mother this, get mother that. And she's taking it and taking notes. She walks out into the city street, bustling shoulder to shoulder. She's following him. He's still dictating what he needs her to do and what he needs to do because he's going on a some stupid lunch meet and, meet and greet that he doesn't really want to What he do. shouldn't have went to. She's, yeah, she's taking notes <laughs> and taking notes. The... Uh, he jumps, he they, yeah, he pushes the guy out of the way. That's one of the times for the yeah,
0: it is like I made him feel like a
1: because he said, Oh, I right, a sick did, woman did, here, did, or whatever. He citizen. Um, yeah. but she gets into the taxi with him. They're driving. God only knows how many blocks or how many miles in New York he's talking. She's still taking notes and she's asking questions. She's, she's basically fixing some of the stuff that he's telling her. Cause yeah. no, you did that last week. No, you can't do that because <laughs> you, there was the same note that you wrote, you know, before. And then he gets to where he's going he gives the guy the money says, okay, now take her back to where you found her, <laughs> you know? And she just, she's not upset. She's not flustered. She's used to her boss. And he obviously is a really good boss because she's doing all of this. I mean, she's without a complaint one. That's what I want. If I was a big, successful yeah. business guy, I would want somebody like Maggie to just follow me around <laughs> and do, do Maggie, am I stupid? Yes, you're stupid, but keep going, <laughs> boss. We got to cover. Yeah,
0: yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the things that just I thought was really cool was Cary Grant's character arc in this. Yeah, He, he starts off with just kind of a... Just your average Joe, you know, and that's, that's where I was going earlier with his mom right. berating him. Uh, he's just, he's really a nobody. He's got two ex-wives and everything. Yeah. But by the time we get to the end of the movie, he is completely different. He is yeah. a hero. He yeah. is, yeah. you, he's probably working for the CIA now after that, <laughs> because he did them such a solid on, on getting Van Damme set up. So <laughs>
1: One of the best lines is whenever she's hanging from the freaking Mount Rushmore and he's like trying to bring her up. She's like, well, what What did they what did your ex-wives leave you for? He goes, oh, I was too boring. <laughs> they thought it was too boring. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. Um, his mother, <laughs> when they're in the hotel, his mother takes a, a bribe from him because he's trying to get his mother to go get the key. She's like, I'm not going to do that. $10. I'm not going to take a bribe.
0: $15. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She takes someone and walks over.
0: (laughs) His mother was an interesting character. And oh my God, she was horrible to him. And it was so (laughs) funny.
1: <laughs> oh, god, that was funny! And but you
0: needed, come- needed that. You needed to. You needed to see that this guy really didn't have his shit together. If it yeah, wasn't for his secretary, he wouldn't oh. have had any of his shit together.
1: Oh no, oh. that's what I was saying. Like, if you have a secretary, that's the kind of secretary you want—somebody yeah. who's going to make sure you do not <laughs> flub up because her career is on the line too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, George Cape C- Caspian was it Caspian or Capian? The guy that he was supposed to be oh yeah like can i want to say capian or something like that um is the MacGuffin in this movie it's what everybody's looking for yep but nobody Maybe realizes that's what they're looking for and it, the first time it dawned on me was last night i was like oh my god that's the MacGuffin," which is a hitchcock terminology for what the characters all want in a movie or in a story yep. um
0: yeah that um, I've always been confused by that. I've heard that a lot. I know people reference uh, Pulp Fiction with the glowing briefcase. You never see what's in it, but right. everybody's That's after it. That's the MacGuffin, that. though. Yeah, yeah that
1: was so. the MacGuffin. It's not important what the thing is; isn't important. It's the getting to it or the getting of it is the important yeah. thing. That's how Hitchcock always uh, always talks about it. Like any any interviews that I read about him, and when it's brought up, and his son in law talks about the MacGuffin. And I can't remember the son-in-law's name but he's a French French director um learned a lot from the old man uh, the really good camera work was that pan shot of the phone booths in in the uh I think they were at the airport where she's yeah. taking notes and writing the notes down even Marie Saint's character and you see Landau in the one phone booth, and then it pans down all the way to the end, and she's sitting in the other, other yes. phone booth, and she's taking notes. I thought that was kind of cool. It was a nice scene. Um, what did you think... Oh, and it's, I don't want to tell you what I think. What did you think of the scene at the crossroads when he's dropped off on, on the bus at the crossroads?
0: I thought it was a really cool scene. Um <laughs> Do you think that anybody would have the, the balls to pull that scene off today? What? Bringing the airplane in and all Not of that? The airplane, or are you just talking? Just the, the build up,
1: The buildup to the airplane. There was at least three and a half, four minutes of silence in that movie scene. He you four, know what? He starts <laughs> talking to the guy across the street.
0: And let me, let me talk about that. Yeah. Uh There was a lot of silence. The music stopped. It was quiet. Everything stopped. It makes you feel like you are there. You're in a desolate area. Mm -hmm. You're not hearing anything and you're waiting for something to happen. This is one of the things I'm going to applaud Hitchcock on. I'm looking at something. Nothing's happening. But I know it's supposed to be. And we're waiting. So we're waiting. We're waiting with uh, Cary Grant's character. We are him at that point. We're standing at that crossroads as the car is coming. And I'm thinking, is this it? Is this it? Is this it? You know? And it's like, yeah, he still doesn't know he's been set up. (laughs) And it's yeah,
1: it's the sense of not knowing. And then the car is coming down the road and you get a little bit of tension. The, the one car's they're driving yeah. by one way, one car's driving by the other, and then the guy's standing across the street from him for a minute, just looking at him. And I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, "Oh shit, this guy's gonna something's gonna happen with this." I guy. thought
0: he was an assassin. Yeah, Honestly, like, I like thought that guy reading, came up was like, "Oh fuck," you, I was getting reading. all nervous. Uh,
1: <laughs> and again, folks, we're we, we spoil the hell out of movies, so if you haven't yeah. seen it, <laughs>
0: oops, too late. <laughs> but go watch yeah, it that, anyway. That it's great.
1: Scene, that whole scene shouldn't have worked. I mean, even in the day, that shouldn't have worked. Nobody wants to have that much silence on film. No. Because all Cary Grant's doing is standing there with his hands in his pockets looking around like...
0: The "The camera work and the actors, everything, everything, all the pieces involved in that um, make it a suspenseful scene. And Mm -hmm. so we can sit here and say there's nothing going on. But in (sighs) actuality, there is a shitload of moving parts to make that scene work. So there's a lot.
1: Everything. Everything is going on in the head everything because yeah. it's yeah, just such and a good you see
0: scene. it on his face and that's that's why i don't you know you you pull something like that you need an actor like cary grant and that's the, um, the
1: great scene is right before the guy gets on the bus the guy that's across the street yeah. talking to cary grant is he looks over at the plane that's way off in the distance he goes oh that's funny and cary grant's like what he's, there's no fields in that there's nothing there's nothing growing in that field that he's crop dusting and yeah. then the guy gets on the plane and takes off and Kerry Grant watches the bus drive away, and then he turns around and he's looking at the plane. And he's like, "You can see it slowly dawning on him, like, oh shit, something is wrong. Something is wrong with that plane." And then the plane kind of banks to start coming towards him, and that's when he, you, you, even before it's really, really close to him, you, he realizes, "Oh fuck." <laughs> yeah.
0: that's a great scene it's it's intense it's it's it's, it's stressful um i can't praise this movie enough in that aspect it's 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 a great film
1: that that's absolutely mind-boggling how well that scene is done and how quiet it is and then just when it finally the music starts going the music score alone is fantastic the the music score, everything works and everything gets you uh pumping and, and worrying and and the thrill for for this to be a, a modern thriller was just like boom, 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 boom the heart, like almost like a heartbeat at some points where you're going faster and faster and faster. Thought that was really good. Uh, when he gets picked up by the cops after the, uh, the auction, he's like I'm a dangerous assassin, a murderer I, I'm a murderer on the loose and the one cop looks at him you ought to be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> yeah i love the i I said it once i'll say it again him breaking out of the hospital and that girl's like stop yeah oh stop
0: (laughs) go back to the cops the cops just uh let me go back to that just a second when they they pick him up from the auction house and he thinks he's home free and the one the the policeman driving takes a phone call yeah and for for a brief moment there I thought it might not have been the CIA, that it might've been Van Dam. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh fuck.
1: Yeah. that so like, was a
0: nice shit. surprise. Yeah, <laughs>
1: like, oh shit, he's not, he's not out of the woods yet. Yeah. And then that old guy comes walking in with the glasses. He's like, oh, come with me.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: the great thing is, when everything is being explained to Cary Grant, while they're walking across the tarmac, because in the old you days, you can't hear it. And even today, you can still walk out to a tarmac, not very often. He's explaining everything and you can't hear it over the roar of the engines. All you see are the expressions of the two men and Cary Grant, like being perplexed. Like why, why am I even involved in this? You know, screw, you know, I'm out of here. I'm gone kind of thing. And that's, I think that's what you basically hear is like, I'm going home. I'm not, I'm not having anything to do with this. And that's like the ass end of the conversation as the engine starts dying down.
0: That's the beauty of the way this was written and shot is we know everything they talked about even though I didn't hear a fucking word. Right. And that's that was great because all that's set up because you by this time in the movie you know everything that his character is going through and and I don't know about you but I'm feeling that. It's like oh geez you know.
1: (laughs) And that's a good that was a good moment of nowadays if somebody were to write that scene they would be reiterating everything you already know. It would be uh, verbal diarrhea. But because the engines of the plane are going high and you can't hear anything you're saying, you know what's being said. Mm-hmm. It's making you think about the movie, what you've already watched.
0: I thought it was very smart. But you don't
1: hear it. And it's such a good, simple, yet complex way of doing it. Yeah. It, it's just it's, uh, the movie. Folks, I cannot praise this movie enough. Yeah. I really can't. It's it's a great movie. It's absolutely fantastic. It is.
0: Fantastic. It is. It's almost that's, as good as Night of a Thousand Notice. Cats. I'm,
1: I'm, yeah. <laughs> ah. Extreme opposite of a Night of a Thousand Cats. Extreme, yeah, extreme opposite. opposite.
0: I couldn't. We couldn't hardly make it through the credits.
1: The uh, the chase scene <laughs> on that damn. When you think maybe Landau's character is going to reach over and grab him by the hand and pull him up, that would have been too easy. That would have been like no way would that character do that. But when no. he starts stepping on his hand. You're like Aw, but you know and
0: the, i thought that was that that was a great such a prick you and i sitting at home are like no you can't trust that guy right but you right. look at cary grant's character and it shows you that he's still hoping there's some good in this guy yeah um and yeah. he's he's a very optimistic a very hopeful like i said this character takes <clears throat> goes from, I won't say unlikable. He's not unlikable at any point in this movie. Oh, character he's Grant's just, character? No, he's a likable yeah. guy. He's a likable guy, but he becomes even more so. And he grows. Yeah. So, he has this, this man has such growth in this movie. It's just really mm-hmm. cool to see. And it's, yeah. uh, holy fuck, why did I wait so long to watch it?
1: And this is one of those movies that now you see this type of trope. Now you see, nowadays you see... The person who's been thrown in with a super secret identity, you know, by mistake, and he's being mistaken for the other man or the other woman, and then you know, people are dying, and this is going on.
0: It's a great setup. I can see this, why so many I movies think, are done. Yes. This is
1: the first movie that I know of that used this the setup, you know, and the way that they did it was brilliant. The guy, he's literally Carrie Grant is sitting at the desk with these guys saying, "Hey, I got to call my mom. I get, yeah. you know, I got to get a and he hears in the distance some uh, page boy calling for Mr. Caspian or Capian or whatever the guy's character's name is. Kaplan or something, yeah. And he turns around, he's like, hey, boy, and that's how everybody thinks he's he's Kaplan. Kaplan, you're right, it is Kaplan. Everybody thinks he's Kaplan because he just happens to have to make a phone call the page happens to be close by. It's he hasn't heard what the guy said. Everybody that's looking for Kaplan just sees him raise his hand and, and call the kid over, like, "Hey, come over here." And that's it. They they that's Kaplan. That must be him. Yeah. <laughs> they get him.
0: <laughs> yeah, this this to me um, such a James Bond feel um, before yeah. James Bond. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I never would have thought about that. But yeah, there I saw somebody had written that and film. was
0: like, holy fuck, this is a Bond film. It sure <clears> shit <throat> is. It's, it really it's is. a it's a spy thriller. It's it's really fucking I'm gonna give my final thoughts on it real quick. Yes, absolutely. I I absolutely adore this movie. I can't believe I waited so long to see it. Um I highly recommend it. It is in my top 10 for sure. Um, I'm finding okay. my top 10 is filling with movies that are 70 years old and yeah. more uh, because yeah. they're, they're good. so good and they're timeless. Um, Yeah. So I highly recommend it. I can't praise it enough. It's a great fucking movie.
1: I'm, I'm glad you recommended this movie because I was, I think I have this on a list of papers of notes that I was taking for <laughs> movies to recommend later. But yeah, I absolutely concur 110%. This is a great movie. It is a classic movie. It's Hitchcock. You cannot go wrong with Hitchcock. You just can't.
0: So That's what I We got will say. do more Hitchcock in the future. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. I'm glad. I'm glad you're on. You know, the Hitchcock movie I never saw? What's that? I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. Psycho.
0: It's been a long time. I was talking to Janine <laughs> last night that we need to watch Psycho uh, because I love that one. Too. That's a good one. Very cool. So and it's black will... and
1: white. The psycho happened right after this. He went from this colored big, big budget to Psycho. Wow. That guy. The guy is just phenomenal.
0: More of mother.
1: More of mother. <laughs> mother doesn't like you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a great movie, it's Hitchcock. I highly recommend straight across the board. Um, Fuck yeah! And if you want to see somebody make fun of Hitchcock films uh, in a very loving way, High Anxiety by Mel Brooks. Yes, absolutely recommend. God, I haven't movie. seen
0: that forever. I forgot about that. <laughs> that's oh my
1: god! It's got every trope Hitchcock trope. In it that you could possibly want.
0: Mel Brooks was a genius. Yeah, or he yeah. is, I should say.
1: <laughs> he is. Yes. Still, thank goodness. Yeah. But that's what I got. and uh, yeah, right. Thanks for joining us, folks. Uh, it's
0: uh, it's good. It's good. And so, as Dave says, hit a like, hit a subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell you, tell mother, um, tell to mother. check check us out. <laughs> so we have something coming for you next week. Not sure what it is. So be sure and tune in. Might be schlock, might be good, not sure yet. Might be in between, might be new, might be old. Who yeah, knows? Not sure. So until next time, we'll catch you later.
1: Cheers folks.